This meeting of the Movie Council is now in session. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Movie Council Podcast, Season 1, Episode 4. My name is Tim Sherry. I am your host. I'm also your president and CEO of the Movie Council. I'm your host tonight of this podcast. I'm hanging out with my boys, my, my bros. We're going uh, to be talking movies for the better part of the next 60 minutes. We're going to get into the content of what we're doing tonight in just a minute or two. But of course, it's always important to go around the room and introduce this amazing panel uh, of movie guys who really, really know their shit. I'm going to start off with uh, a guy that is also one of the co-founders of the Movie Council with me. Uh, he is my, my big brother. He's also the COO. He's the director of creative, and he's the VP of documentaries. And overall, uh, just a great movie guy. And uh, most importantly, like I always say, my big brother, Mr. Andrew Sherry. What's up, bruh? What's going on tonight, kid? hey yeah, um, I I actually resigned as VP of documentaries. Okay, so so I I I have just the, pending, you know. Okay, okay. I just I, have I, a lot. I just have a lot going on, you know. You creative, do. Okay, let me. Uh, is a, I literally have the spreadsheet up. I will delete you off that. Do you feel uh, comfortable as COO and director of creative still? Yes, of course. I, and is there anything you want to add? Those are jobs. No, those are jobs that I just relish, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I'm really looking forward to no spoilers, but tonight's um, topics. Looking is, forward to what other people yeah. have to say about certain things. Tonight is going to be an absolute banger, and uh, like I said, COO is a, a massive position in 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 the movie council, which you have. And uh, at any point, like I've always said, if I ever owned a company. I would always let people choose their job titles. And uh, I gave you COO, but if there's anything else that you want, you just let me know and I will add it to your job title. And uh, we're going to get into some great stuff tonight. And I'm really excited for, for, uh, for your content. You, you chose some great stuff tonight. So uh, let, yep. me, let, let, let me move on to another one of my big bros. Uh, he is also the, uh, the chief comedy officer and a producer of the uh, Movie Council podcast. He's also the one who's been most instrumental in creating the podcast, uh, podcast and our social media and all, all the things. Basically, he's done more work than all the other three of us combined yeah. in the last couple of months. Well, and we, we well, really need to give him a good shout on that one. My big bro, Dan Sherry. What's up, handsome? Thank you so much. Uh, I, I appreciate the praise, but let's be honest, it wasn't all that much work. So, But hey, I, I was happy to do it. I was happy to set up our uh, Instagram and Twitter. We're at Movie Council Pod and uh, our email. I don't think I've told you this yet, Tim. Uh, the first three episodes I've told everyone our email was the Movie Council at Gmail. Uh, that is not the case. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. What is it? I totally messed up. And like, I think when I first signed up for it, I must have misspelled the movie council because nice. I couldn't log back into it. So <laughs> I had to set up a new one. And so now we're movie council pod at Gmail. So it's even easier. We're That's movie council pod at Gmail and we're movie council pod on Instagram and Twitter. He's a he's a big dumb animal, folks. What movie? 
Come on, come on. Uh, you guys, you know what? In fact, okay. listen, this guys, is a movie trivia night. Yeah, I'm going to say, uh, <laughs> listeners, if you guys are listening to this and you uh, are on our Twitter, please answer that because that's, that, that, that's a, oh, son of a, bitch, that, that's a great tell, movie son. quote. But anyways, okay. uh, let, let, let's move on. We're going to go down to, uh, we're going to go down to my boy down in Charlotte. Uh, like I always say, the only member of the movie council who is not in my bloodline, but he is my brother from another mother and a really, really great movie guy, my boy, Marky Bondurant. What's up, handsome? Good, Timmy. Good. Oh, much, man. Dear, having, a good, <laughs> having a good time. Thanks for having me back. Glad to be here. Head of security, uh, t- security team leader director of all things colored pencils and <laughs> okay so you know what marky hold on real quick um i have the spreadsheet open and i'm sorry i meant to uh i meant to introduce that when i was introducing you but i got so excited that i forgot to give currently i have you as head of security and art director no that's so, not right okay so go ahead tell me uh, i'll fix that right now my, my correct title is security team leader that's what's on my paychecks and director of all things related to colored pencils oh god that's a lot of typing hold on one well, second contact hr you know maybe they can abbreviate yeah well it. that's actually <laughs> your your uh your your wife's mother is actually technically our director of human resources oh, so that's right heidi uh she is she's on this list i don't even remember that but she is she's on there uh i'll just type colored pencils we'll get to the other later okay uh all right c-o-l-o close enough all right let's move on boys um here's the thing um so happy to have you guys uh for episode four first three episodes were absolutely awesome but i want to go over a couple of quick things tonight we finally got our first three episodes up on not finally not finally dp that's not a shot at you just in general we got our first three episodes up on soundcloud and I have not been happy with my audio. I feel like it's like faint. Uh, but tonight I, I, I bought myself some new, uh, for episode four, I bought myself some new uh, headphones, a brand new microphone. I really hope I'm coming in more clear to the people that are listening. Uh, but I guess we'll find out. Uh, when, I guess we'll cross that bridge once we get there. I want to talk about tonight's content because I think it's going to be a really, really good show. I think it's going to be really fun. Uh, But unfortunately, if you listen to episode three, what I had said was this week we were going to dissect the 71st uh, annual Academy Awards. And it's a great idea. Unfortunately, it is a very, very broad topic. And it's really, really hard to... It was was a big ask of me to ask the other three members of this podcast – to uh, do this much prep work because in all honesty, um, I, I know the 98 DPSC pointing, hold on one second. Uh, I, I seriously, I, I know the 98 movies inside and out, but for me to ask you guys to get up to snuff in a two week span, um, which in a topic that is that broad, it really wasn't fair to you guys, especially since, here in the Northeast, at least, things are kind of getting back to normal. AJ, you're busy at work. Dan, you're busy at work. Marky, uh, you do something. I don't yeah. know what you do. I love you. But Mostly I colored know. pencils. Yeah, no, right. You do something. It, 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 it was just too much. So we, uh, we will go back and we will uh, we'll do that another time. 
and uh, we'll, we'll get into that another time. So tonight we, we decided to change it up because even though, um, you know, like I said, it, it was a big ask, even for my esteemed colleagues. Finally, Jesus that, Yeah, Christ. right. I know. I know you guys are waiting. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm holding you guys. I know you're waiting for it. And by the way, let's uh, be honest. The esteemed colleagues were all fucking lazy. So right, no, it wasn't that. That's In really honesty, what it came down to. Let's it's be a, honest. It's, it's a big ask. That was a big ask of you guys. And uh, we will do it sometime. We yeah. will do that at some point. We'll dive into the 71st Academy Awards, but I want to give you guys more time to do that because again you it's, are my you are my esteemed colleagues and right. uh I, I owe you more respect than that so we uh we decided to change it up tonight and what we decided to do tonight is pick a movie very right. basic very fun uh will give us some great opportunities for some amazing conversations and so what we decided to do was go in uh age descending order so basically uh and Andy, you're, you picked a movie for Dan. Dan picked one for me. I picked one for Marky. And then Marky swung around and picked one for AJ. So we're going to go one at a time tonight. Uh, uh, each person who picked the movie will just uh, introduce the movie to the person that they gave the assignment to. You guys will go over the movie. You'll talk about it. You'll have some dialogue. Hopefully, you know, maybe some of it will be uh, – will, will, will be – Anger. I don't know. Maybe you guys will get into some shit about it. I don't know. Maybe it'll be Never fun. Your childhood. Right. Yeah. Oh, oh Marky. Yeah. You and me. It's going <laughs> to get deep. Buddy. Just Careful. so you know, Marky, it's going to get deep when it's our turn. But, uh, but uh, I think it's a fun topic and it's definitely something after this week that we will absolutely engage in, in the future. Uh, Cause I, I just think it's a great topic and it's fun to, to let people into the movies that we really, really love, especially when it comes to the four guys who are on this podcast, who really know their stuff and we really uh, respect each other's opinions. So hmm. I think this should be, this should be fun tonight. So um, without further ado, let's get into it. And uh, we're going to go in the same order that, uh, that we uh, decided that the movies were going to be picked in. So my my co-founder, my COO, my boy, and my big bro, Andrew Sherry, you're up first. Go ahead, tell me uh, you had Dan. You had Dan. The movie you picked out. Tell me the movie you picked out. Uh, why you picked it out, and then you and Dan get into the the inner workings of this movie. And I know the movie, and it's amazing. So AJ, turn it over to you. Go. Sure. Thanks. Um... So, I picked the movie Nightcrawler for, for DP. came out in 2014 starring Jake Gyllenhaal. And the reason I picked that movie was I was, I think it was Sunday, I was sitting around after we had decided on the, the topic for the week. We kind of uh, figured it all out. And DP texted me and asked if I picked a movie for him yet. And uh, I hadn't. I'd been struggling to, to think of something. So I, I guess I picked Nightcrawler because I wanted something that was really going to smack him in the mouth, you know? <laughs> it's that type of movie that's right in your face um, with its opinion, you know? And the performance by Hall is just searing. I don't know where the right word, but... Um, so I, I really wanted DP to see it, and I'm, I cannot wait to hear what he thinks. I got to tell you, 
Andy, uh, thank you for picking this one for me. I really enjoyed this one. Um, that I, I got to say, so first of all, the movie, uh, I'll give you the, the, the quick synopsis from uh, IMDb. When Louis Bloom, a con man desperate for work, muscles into the world of L.A. crime journalism, he blurs the line between observer and participant to become the star of his own story. Which, you know, basically kind of tells you what it's about, but it's really this guy who, you know, is just trying to find something. At the beginning of the movie, he's just a thief, you know, trying to just get a few bucks or some metal and just happens upon, uh, you know, a car crash and these, uh, what they're called stringers. These guys are trying to get video of this stuff. And he immediately like can see this is what he wants to do. And so he just gravitates to it. Right. Immediately. Yeah. And so he gets himself a, a camera and a police scanner and goes out and tries to do the same thing. And, it, like as he starts to do it, you really see, like, what a sociopath this guy really is. This guy, <laughs> is, like, I mean, he is like the definition of sociopath. And so, you know, like uh, at the beginning of the movie, I'm thinking, oh, okay, so this is this kind of a a commentary hold on. on media. GP, hold on, spoilers. Okay. Go okay. Ahead. Yeah. 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 Spoilers. <laughs> spoilers. Every episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, at first I'm like, oh, so this is commentary on like a you know sensationalized media, and then as it went on, I was like, no, this is an absolute indictment of our media. And by the end, I'm starting to think like, you know, maybe this is more of an indictment on us as a society. The fact that this is what we want to see. Like this guy was oh, super. Yeah. So by the end of the movie, because he the, has the multiple vans. <laughs> And multiple employees, and like th- this guy's a complete sociopath that doesn't care about anyone else, but is is very successful when it comes to showing that to society. And does that mean, as a society, that's what we want? <laughs> it's you know, like, yeah, it had me, it had me thinking for days. So thank you, Andy, yeah, for you, having the, me watch this. The two obvious scenes that, you know, where you know he's just going too far is during the chase. Yes. When he's involved yeah. in the chase. And when mm-hmm. he takes the camera inside the house with the the murders. Mm-hmm. And and he's like getting these crazy close-ups on a, at a murder scene that the police haven't even shown up to yet. Yeah. And, and then he goes out and deletes, or at least kind of gets rid of, saves the footage of the actual murderers just so he has more like a chance to go film them some more and right. get more money. Right. Right. Which he does. Crazy, yeah. And uh, his other yeah. the uh his rival stringer there, he absolutely cut that dude's brake lines <laughs> and <laughs> yes, made him did. crash. Yes he did. Like, Bill Paxton played by Bill Paxton. Yeah, who was yeah. great. And, uh, <laughs> and then again like Renee Russo, her character not too far off from Lou Bloom. Like she was close to as sociopathic. Right. Obsessed you know? with the ratings. Yeah. And uh, DP, DP, real quick, just you guys, I have to do this every week. When it comes to a cougar, 
Rene Russo can get it in that movie. <laughs> God <laughs> damn. Yeah. Oh, All right, so, uh, you know what? We need a soundbite for that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, now. Fun fact. Uh, Rene Russo is actually married to the writer, director, Dan Gilroy, that made this movie. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I Hell didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, awesome. and um, I think the screenplay was nominated for an Oscar. Mm-hmm. Gilroy wrote the screenplay as well. Yeah, I think Gyllenhaal maybe won the uh, Golden Globe as for I think he was Actor, not. He was, believe, he was not he was nominated, not, at least. Yeah, he was nominated. Yeah. Um, so. But, hey, you know, if we want to talk about Oscar atrocities, I mean, one Oscar nominee for a film like that, I don't know. It's, it's controversial for sure, but I just, I think it's just so, I don't what know. Was the, it had one Oscar nod? What was it? For uh, uh, writing. For writing. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. for writing. Yeah. AJ, you're right. There, there's absolutely no reason a movie like that did not get a Best Picture nomination. Yeah. Like it's, it's, probably, it's brilliant. It's well, why it's didn't Jill, why didn't I'm, I'm shocked that Jill and Hall didn't get a, um, a nod for a Best uh, uh, Actor in a Leading Role. I just, yeah. I think his performance to me was the best one I saw in 2014. Well, well, I'll tell you this. Unless, am I, what am I missing? What were the who were the nominees for the 2015 Oscars? AJ, you guys uh, talk. I'll I'll t- you guys talk. But I'll tell I'll you, right you now. this. Hold on. Um, oh, fuck. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> but finish what you're saying. Goddamn. No, I, just, I just thought Gyllenhaal, um, he, he ate up every scene. He just, I couldn't stop staring at him. Yeah. You know? He just controlled the screen. I mean, I loved the performance. Loved it. Beginning to end. He he really um, got into that character. AJ, I can actually tell you from that year, if you'd like, uh, yeah. the, the nominee, nominees for Best Actor were Bradley Cooper in American Sniper, Benedict Cumberbatch in The uh, Imitation Game, okay. Michael Keaton for Birdman, and the go. winner was Eddie Redmayne for uh, Theory, the Theory of, Everything. of Everything. Oh, and I'm oh, sorry, I forgot. Steve Carell for Foxcatcher. Uh, yeah, I, I would you absolutely, I, I would absolutely take Jake Gyllenhaal over uh, Bradley Cooper for American Sniper. 100%. At yep. least for a nominee. Yep. Don't get yep. me wrong, good movie, and Bradley Cooper's brilliant. But uh, if we're just talking performances that year. No doubt in my mind, Jake Gyllenhaal at least deserved the Oscar nod. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, I, I watched Nightcrawler, and then I just started watching Gyllenhaal movies. I, I watched, like, the yeah. next week I watched Source He's brilliant. Code. He's brilliant. And then I watched uh, Enemy. Have you seen Enemy and the Prisoners? Uh, but Source, Source Code's awesome. Yeah, so I just started watching Gyllenhaal, and then i uh, a big fan. Yeah, that movie made me more of a fan of Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. yeah. I started going back and watching some other ones, like Zodiac. Zodiac, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally forgot Zodiac. How can I forget Zodiac? Here's the bomb, is Mysterio, yo. So, uh, uh, so AJ, I I don't mean to cut in on you, but DP, we're gonna need a uh, a one to five star rating on Nightcrawler. How do you? Yeah, yeah, give it to us. I want to know AJ's after you say yours. All right, so let's see. I gave there will be blood, like what four and a quarter. Mm-hmm. So this is like three and three quarter. Wow! Just not not quite a four star, mm-hmm. but very close to. a You four mean like star three, movie. like three point seven five is what you're saying? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Right. So almost AJ, a four star movie. AJ's what? Right. AJ, what is yours on Nightcrawler out of five? I, I would give it a four point five. Yeah. Wow. Good. So I, I remember at one point you had told I, me that you could watch that movie wow. every night. I could. I really could. So DP, let me ask you this: Were you happy with that choice of the movie that that your big brother? Good question. Gave you. I am. I like that question. Yeah, like I said, it, it it's one of those movies that really makes you think and kind of it sticks with you for a couple of days yeah. after you oh, watch yeah. it, which I I really appreciate with the film. Oh, honestly, yeah. honestly just, before we before we fade out of this, I just thought the casting was brilliant too. All the the, the all the major roles in the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I, very uh, well. Reese Ahmed. Riz Ahmed, yep, he was excellently cast. Yeah, one of his oh, God, earlier roles, and he was as, great. Yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah. Was he the Pax, guy that gets shot? Paxton, Paxton, yeah, ex- yeah. excellent role for Paxton. Uh, he was great in it, and then Russo, really good, just very well um, identified the right cast for that. Right, for major characters, yeah. All right, boys. That I was, also that- love the score to that movie. Like the music, really kind of. I mean, there's. It, it kind of played with uh, like his, the way you could see the way he was thinking about his situation. The music kind of matched it too, you know, like the mm-hmm. score was very impressive for that movie. Uh, if I can yeah. jump in a little bit too. Um, I only saw it the one time when they first uh, put it up on Netflix, but I like how they right out the gate established how much of a psychopath Joel Hall's character mm. was when he's waiting outside. It's like a California beach, and he steals that dude's bike, and then tries to hawk it at a pawn shop. And the yeah. pawn shop guy calls him out, like exactly for what he is. And he, yeah. Jill and Hall just nods at him. He's like, "Yeah, yeah, I know." Yeah. Yeah. Piece of shit. Doesn't bother yeah. him one Doesn't bit. Yeah. Him. yeah. Nope. <laughs> that just sets the tone for how much of a piece of shit he is. All right, all right, boys. We we literally. See, this is what's going to be tough about tonight is we could honestly probably go 60 minutes on Nightcrawler, but uh, we, we do have four movies to do. Let's go. Fortunately. And uh, AJ, I got to tell you, what a great fucking pick for a movie, especially for DP, because I, it, you know, uh, the way we all know each other, obviously we, we've known each other our whole lives. So that was a, a perfect pick for him. Love that convo, uh, DP. I'm happy you love the movie. This is exactly what Pick a Movie is all about. So uh, great job. Great job all around. Uh, so we, we, we need to shift down now. So it's uh, now down to, to Dan. Yes. Dan, and, and you drew me. Your I babe, your, sure did. Your baby bro. You got me. You you had to take on the fucking CEO, the CEO and the president of the council you picked for me it's not I, easy bro well uh no it's not but in my head i already knew like i wanted to pick a comic book movie for you because i know like you said bit before don't really doesn't really do it for you but and i love comic book movies it's my jam so i wanted to pick one for you but i wanted to pick one that uh yeah, it wasn't just like a MCU movie that you'd have to see 23 other films to fully appreciate. Right. So I went with one that I thought was uh, kind of slightly different from the typical 
comic book movie and one that I thought was very kind of stylized and cool that I think mm-hmm. you would be able to appreciate. Mm-hmm. So I went with uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. <laughs> it's uh, Edgar Wright's movie who, you know, he did the, what's called the Coronado trilogy there. Yeah, it was Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and World's yeah. End and yeah yeah he did those and then uh then he did scott pilgrim and after that did a baby driver as well oh damn yep and you could see you could actually see in baby driver um some of the same influences you saw in scott pilgrim there's a lot more like toned down in baby driver but Mm, definitely again scott pilgrim was a comic book movie so they really toned like amped that stuff up so i cannot wait to hear what timmy thought of this oh me too i got a feeling he either loved it or fucking hated it (laughs) here we go i can't wait to find out dp but yeah just so you know i absolutely loved it i absolutely love scott pilgrim (laughs) i thought it was fucking great and by the way this it came out in 2010 so we're talking 10 years ago yeah and uh we're talking about some people that were popular then and then popped now. This is, in all honesty, it's one of the most under-the-radar uh, casts in, like, a really, really – if you really think about it, mm-hmm. obviously, we all love Michael Sarah. Yeah, we, name we him have, off. I mean, like, we love Michael Sarah. You know, if you've seen Arrested Development or, or, or Superbad, you love Michael Sarah, right? Mm-hmm. But you look at – there's Anna Kendrick. Yeah. This Brie Larson, who's now won a fucking Academy Award. Jason mm-hmm. Schwartzman, who is just so like the most hateable fucking dude in any movie, but he's so brilliant <laughs> with it, right? Yeah, he's awesome at and, that. And, and then you look at uh, uh, Aubrey Plaza, who's in it, yeah. who can, but just on a personal I level, love yeah. Aubrey, Plaza. <laughs> Aubrey Plaza can get it. Okay, <laughs> is let me just let me just let me publicly say this: as long as I have a face. Aubrey Plaza has somewhere to sit. All right? okay. I'm just saying that. Okay, I'm sorry if that's over the line. I'm just telling you, she is. There's something so unbelievably hot about her. Um, but uh, uh, keep biggest, going. And we had Captain America. Oh yeah, Chris Evans. Chris another Chris one. Evans. Uh, another yeah. one. Thomas. Thomas Jane. Thomas oh, Jane had a very very quick. Yeah, exactly. But uh, one of the things I loved the most was Kieran Culkin who was, oh, was clearly the more talented Culkin brother. And, Wallace? Uh, if you watched uh, – uh, there's a show on HBO Succession. called Succession. Succession, yeah. Succession yeah. is so – and he is such an asshole on that show, and he's, he's such an asshole in this movie that you have to think he's just an asshole in general. But it's Probably so fucking good, and it's so entertaining. Well, my and, boy Wallace. Dan, I, I absolutely loved it. And let me yes. tell you also why – about 15 minutes into the movie, I went, oh, I know why Dan loves this. Because it is so borderline Vonnegut shit going on. Mm-hmm. And you love Kurt Vonnegut. And I know yes. it. With the, with the, like, the, the, the messing with the dimensions and time and the jumping screens and the over-the-top characters and the beating themes into the fucking ground. Yes. This screams <laughs> Kurt Vonnegut over and over and over again i'm mm-hmm. like oh i can see why he fucking loves this movie so much yeah, and absolutely. uh i did and you know what the, you know what the cra- crazy thing was is but the first 30 minutes of the movie was just kind of silly shit 
and I yeah. loved it. It was just sti- silly, stupid shit that they could have done for two hours. And uh, but but instead, this shit kicks in a gear about thirty minutes into the movie, and it is just. They just mm-hmm. step on the gas pedal for the next for the next yeah. hour and a half. Yeah. And as soon so as the good. evil exes start showing up, yeah, it and, really and, takes and, off. Yeah, you guys know me. You know how I love to like overanalyze movies and, and things like that. But I, I will tell you, the biggest thing I loved about this movie is about the theme, and the theme is that the relationships you have and the heartbreaks you go through, they tend to. Uh, seethe into your life in the future and the and the the relationships that you try to get into if you look at at scott pilgrim in this movie a year before the movie started he had he had gone through the worst heartbreak of his life so instead of getting over it what does he do he regresses he's a 22 year old guy he regresses and starts dating a 17 year old high school student knives who i love by the way fucking awesome but he regresses and they have nothing in common and it's just horrible. He's so heartbroken. Then he meets, uh, he meets Ramona who is the exact same person that broke his heart before. And what does he feel like he needs to do is fight every ex boyfriend she ever fucking had. This wasn't her journey. This was his. And he was so insecure about having his heart broken that he was like, well, I need to just destroy anybody that she's ever been with because she's way too good mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. And I just, I just loved how the whole thing played out. I loved how, uh, how after he beat each ex-boyfriend, how his self-respect got better. It was like ex. leveling, yeah, he, he, he leveling up in a video game. It's the same thing. And then he pulled. Remember, he pulls the the self-respect sword out at the end. The mm-hmm. second time, right? Oh, it's so yeah. fucking when he, great. After he used the extra life. Yeah, and then he just, he, and then suddenly he's just a different person when he does that to the point where he's actually ready to let Ramona go. But Knives is like, nope. Go after her. Yeah, you fought all this for her. Oh, oh, Why did you do all this yeah. fighting if you're gonna let her go? It's such. But a again, s- it's yeah, it's such a silly ass movie, but it has such an unbelievably uh, uh, relatable and an unbelievable like the theme that goes in that movie for anybody who's ever had their heart broken. This movie is a must fucking see and i'm one of those fucking guys so uh that that was really really amazing i i i really loved it dan i i i i'm, I'm, I'm really so i'm really happy i'm really happy you gave that to me i thought it was i thought it was a great movie so i awesome. i re-watched it the other night just to get you know and uh wallace the karen culkin's character wallace <laughs> It's freaking amazing when they go to the first battle of the bands and they the band plays that first song. It's like three seconds long. He goes, hey, oh, yeah. race guys. Yeah, he's just heckling. <laughs> oh, he's so fun. He's probably my favorite character in the entire right. movie. And then and when the first X shows up, uh, uh, what's his name? Five. <laughs> uh, Patel. What's his first name? Yeah, Matthew, Matthew. Patel. Matthew, Matthew Patel. Patel. Yeah, yeah. So then he goes, and Wallace goes, watch out. It's that one guy. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, but uh, but Dan, constantly being a dick. <laughs> Dan, I will. I, Dan, I will say. Not only did I love the movie, but I love Edgar Wright. I fucking love Shaun of the Dead. I love The World's End. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I Hot Fuzz is literally one of the funniest movies I've ever seen in my entire life. We we could actually devote an entire podcast episode 
to Edgar Wright. Um, because yeah, yeah. it was great, but again, just to just in in summation, again, thank you for this. I cannot believe I never saw this movie, especially with this cast. Anna Kendrick is in it. Like, god damn it! Like, it, yeah. it's so good, and um, I'm shocked I never seen it. I've never and seen it, Dan. It was, it was oh, Marky, you it's would so good. I know. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've talked about movie. it. I feel like a fool not watching. So there it. was one oh. thing. There was one scene that was a little on the nose, like uh, when Gideon arrives and takes Ramona away, and he pulls up in his car and. Rolling Stones under my thumb is playing. Yeah, <laughs> it was a little on the nose, but, but I, a lot but of it okay. was on the did, nose. Yeah, 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 a lot of it was right on the but nose. But one of the things so. I know, actually noticed about Gideon, if you guys have watched this movie back, one of the things about Gideon I noticed is the way, and I know this sounds crazy, but the way he chews, he chooses gum in the movie. When he's cool, <laughs> he's just like. Yeah. when he gets pissed off he starts like chopping his gum like watch that again like you'll see that it was is like jason schwartzman is so under the radar he's such yeah, a brilliant he's... guy such a brilliant yeah. actor dan again i loved it thank you i will um give right, it a rating so, here right, so let's go for a rating so just so you guys know about me there are uh, only three movies in my life that have a full five star rating. Um, Garden State being one of them. <laughs> Mark, Marky, Marky, suck a dick when wow. you have a chance. Uh, and uh, so it's actually it's Fight Club, Shawshank, and Goodfellas. And I have a number of other ones. Uh, so, j- j- uh, Marky, I'm, we're going to fight at some point. Uh, <laughs> I will give. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. I'm gonna give Scott Pilgrim a solid four. Four. Wow, nice. That's where I have it. So, Dan, yeah, I, I, need, I need to Dan, see I that, man. It. Love it. Thank you, Marky. It's awesome. right up your alley. It's brilliant, Dan. Great pick for me. I really enjoyed it. Uh, mm-hmm. four, I, I, uh, I, I hadn't watched it in a few years, and uh, watching it again was just, I just brought back like just how, how much yeah. I loved it initially, so you know. It's so great. So great. Um, so wait, does that that means me you that? get to tell us what you picked from Marky? Me and Marky. Oh boy, this oh is gonna get boy. This, this is gonna business get is about, real. business is about just, to pick up. This is this, Sherry's versus Marky here. Yeah, yeah just to be is, clear, is, we all know, like all of us know what Tim picked for Marky because mm-hmm. this is one of those movies that kind of special to our family. So yeah, yeah. And, just wanted so, to say so, that, Tim. Hold on, caveat real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah. You picked it for Marky, but Marky, we all get speaking parts during this thing, okay? Well, absolutely. <laughs> there's no, there's no way. Yeah, you yeah. can just, yeah. just be Tim and I. All right, Tim. Yeah, with you guys him. loving this shit. So, so here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I, I don't, I don't want to get, I don't want to get too crazy. This might get a little emotional, but uh, <laughs> the, the, no, in all honesty, the fact of the matter is, is. The four of us are movie people, not just because we're like, oh, movies are fun. We're movie people because we love what movies do for us. We love the way that movies make us feel, not just because like, oh, it's funny or it's scary or it's dramatic. Yes, that's important. But it's also because there are important parts of our life that these movies have something to do with. You know, there there are people who are going through a hard time in their lives and they see a movie and it means something to them. That's one of the biggest things I love about movies. It, it's, it, it's how they get us through hard times. It's, it's what they mean to our childhood. There's so many things about movies that I love. And this movie that I picked from Marky 
is one of those things because not only is it one of my favorite movies, but it's such a movie that's uh, it's a movie that's so important to my childhood because uh, my boys here, my bros, Dan and Andy, we watch this movie as kids. I mean, how many times together? At least like a hundred and fifty times. I mean, like and, how many? Yeah, times? I told I told Mark had a few things I wanted to say to him about this movie. <laughs> one so of them sure. was that it connected us. You know, it was one of the things that like helped, like brought us together as brothers we watched the movie yes. together yes. so many times that's, and, and that's, we would yeah, right. and we would go there's so many it's an ensemble cast so we would it's and it's such a zany comedy right like it's just so cool uh, um, zany is probably not the right word it's way so much more than that that probably doesn't do it justice but um we would take a character and go okay i'm gonna i'm gonna try to follow follow his dialogue throughout the entire movie and i'm gonna be colonel mustard you're gonna be professor Pl- we used to Marky, I'm revving it up because really, yeah. it, it, Marky, you, you gotta, we haven't even told the listeners what movie it is yet. Yeah. That's I know, what I, I mean. thought we did. That's why I no, said No, 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 no. Here's the thing. <laughs> this movie is so important to me in my life and uh, it's in my top 10. It's in my top 10. And, uh, but, but like what Andy was saying, Marky, we watched this movie so many times, the three of us when we were kids, uh, that we would honestly set up moments and we would say, I'm picking this character, I'm picking this character. We'd do the lines as it came out. And I, I, and, and I remember sitting there and we would do this together and, and our dad would watch us do this and he would just love this bonding thing that me and my brothers would do together. And it was just like, you know, I'm sorry. I'm trying not to get emotion, too emotional about this, but this was such, this was a movie that meant so much to my childhood and it invoked so many amazing memories about me and my brothers and my dad. And we lost our dad young. So it, 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 it really hits us on, on so many different levels no about how much Marky. we love this movie. And um, uh, can you imagine if Marky says he hates it? That's the problem. That's the problem because Marky, here's the thing. You're now a part of our family. And that's why I picked this movie for you because it means so much to me and Andy and Dan and how much, uh, how much we used to, I mean, God, again, hundreds of times you watch this movie. Uh, so I picked this movie from Marky tonight. It's a movie from 1985. It's Tim Curry. It's Madeline Kahn. It's Michael McKean. It's Martin Mull. There's so many unbelievable characters and actors in this movie. Christopher Lloyd. And this movie is from 1985. And uh, Marky, I had you watch the movie Clue. And uh, Marky, I'm going to be very, very honest with you. If you didn't like this movie, I'm probably going to go out back after this podcast is over and kill myself. I just want you to know that. So, like, I know that I don't want to put any pressure on you, but uh, there a, a life hangs in the balance. Yeah, well, of, we, we can go ahead and uh, you know I won't keep you guys hanging. We can go ahead and save the time. We don't need to waste airtime on this. Zero out of five. Next topic, please. <laughs> you cunt. Let out, please. I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kidding. Um, no, I, I can see why you guys love this movie. And as you tell that story about how you uh, came up watching it, I can see why. It's a very fun movie. And uh, I also want to say, how about them titties? Right oh. out the gate, the <laughs> French maid, Yvette. And you, you said uh, what movies do for us. You were watching this as kids. No shit. 
those massive right. knockers right out the <laughs> gate in that movie right probably shaped her sexuality they don't i would quit the entire movie either. that all three of you have a french made fetish to this day <laughs> i mean i do after watching that one guilty 1985 um yeah i don't blame you Tim um, Curry's shit. no that that was a very fun movie to watch i watched it last night with my wife um I enjoyed seeing those powerhouse actors, Tim Curry, um, Christopher Lloyd, and then uh, I'm sorry, I'm looking at IMDb now because some of these other guys, I know their Mike, faces, well, Mike, but I forget Michael the names. Michael McKeon. Michael sure. McKeon, yes. Yeah. So like, to, to see the, these guys and these, these women as young as they are and doing such a good job, you know, 1985, I was born in 86, a lot of the things that I know them from are a little bit later, but to see them being still excellent in their craft at a, as young people was really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I loved just the tone of it. I grew up playing that board game. And mm-hmm. I think you guys and us, we've all talked about uh, maybe off camera at one point, what other movie has spawned from a board game that's actually done anything there was that battleship movie which was dog shit yeah. <laughs> there was jumanji became a board game after a movie mm-hmm. but clue may be the only movie to come out of a board game not just that board was game, but even video games that's not been a good video game movie either no you're right yeah, yeah. hit me on the yeah. top nobody um, knows how to do those yeah, yeah, but Clue nailed it. And I got to say, I think the, the key with why Clue nailed it so much is the performances of the actors and actresses yes. in so that carried movie. It. Carried it. Well, Those before, performances sorry. were uh, like individually, each one was amazing. And then you put them all together with, you know, it, it, it was a good story. It wasn't, you know, some insane writing. It was all about those performances and they were amazing. Before you guys, because I know all three of you guys really love this movie, and I'll let you run with it, but uh, since this is my first and only time watching this, I kind of want to say my piece before you guys get into it, and I'd love to hear what you think. But I loved how it was shot in a way where it looked like it could have been a play, just like... Mm -hmm the the stage yeah. presence of all the people the settings and the rooms which also kind of throws back to the board game right because in the dining room in the in the lounge in the library in the yeah. kitchen yeah I, I loved seeing and i remembered all those game pieces and the characters the candlestick the pistol the knife the rope all that um love seeing it all come together and when you guys were just speaking right now how i used to watch it again i can imagine watching this movie over and over again and seeing how where the characters are what they're saying because i was paying attention to that my one time that i watched it their faces like when certain people died what faces people had where they were (laughs) their locations and i was trying to guess who did it and i was way off Mm -hmm. but the, the the ending where they do the multiple scenarios like this this is how it could have ended is that the way that it was released in theaters? Was no. it- I believe, yeah, I believe Mark, in theaters, it depends on which theater you went yeah, to. Yeah, no, let me- yeah. got a Mark, different ending. Mark, let me speak on that. Actually, sure. um, it, it's the only issue I have with the movie is the ending. Hmm. And um, 
originally the only ending was the Miss Scarlet ending. That was the, what was released. No, in that the- that's incorrect. The one that- were, uh, every ending was released in different theaters. So if you saw it in one theater, you'd get the Correct. Miss Scarlet ending. If you saw oh. it in another theater, you'd get the Miss Peacock ending. And then they, uh, if you saw another one, one you get the everyone. Yes. So depending on where and when you saw it, you got a different ending. Which oh. they tried to sell it on. And then, like, so it didn't do that well in the theaters. Right. But when it came out on VHS at the time, it was the only option. They put all three endings on the VHS, and that's when it became the cult classic it is now. D- DP, I actually, I, I didn't know that. I, from everything I had read, I thought it was just the Miss Scarlet ending over mm-hmm. and over and over again. And then when the VHS and the Betamax came out at that time, that it was the all three. I, I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, now I like the movie even fucking more. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a very fun movie to watch. I appreciate you picking that, and I knew you guys had told me before that it was close to your heart, um, and I knew I would like it. You know, you guys are have a great taste for the most part, minus Garden State. Throughout <laughs> no, all of these. Don't, don't, <laughs> second don't, reference, no. second, second reference. Is that too many? All right, so uh, Marky, thank you. Uh, do you have a? Uh, one to five reference on uh i'm sorry uh star uh, rating rating on on clue um yeah i'll give it a uh out of five i want to you know that was a fun movie and i could watch that i feel like i could watch that a lot like there's not many movies that you can watch again and again and i see not just because you were younger. There's definitely movies I watched when I was younger that when I tried to watch when I was an adult, and I was like, why did I watch this so much when I was a kid? <laughs> right. But that that one I could see now watching it a lot. I I want to give it a four. Um, I'm gonna go with a three point nine five, Bob. I like it. That's a good I'm call. Fine. I mean, that it's a four point seven five for me, but that's oh, wow. more. That's more because of what it means to Nostalgia, me. Nostalgia, sure. And my family and, and those titties. And, and, oh, the titties! <laughs> yeah, you know. I mean, that gave me spank bank for years. But uh, yeah. I'm just, yeah. For me, it, it it's a great movie. But like I said, it, it means more to me with my with my bros here and and, and what we do. But um, well, so, Marky, you have something to say? I, Sorry, I, I, I just got one thing. This is funny because. Uh-huh. Like uh, between those two, my my wife, who I've been with now for we're almost fifteen years, we're getting close to. There is one word I can say where I know what Andy will respond, what Tim will respond, and Nicole, who also as a kid watched this with her family and has loved it ever since. So all I have to say to get a response I know is maybe. Mr. Body killed the cup. Yes. <laughs> How? Every time. I can just text yeah. that to any one of them. Maybe dot, 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 and they will always yeah. respond. Well, with, Mr. Body killed or, the cup. Or DP, it could be, maybe she was poisoned. There's also that one. Yeah. One other thing I wanted to say about that movie, too, that I just thought about, I, I really enjoyed, is it, would you call it uh, wordplay? when the way the dialogue bounces back and forth in between the mm, characters yeah. it's like it's almost yeah. like the abbott and costello who's on first yeah, yeah. bounces back that was yeah. you know very it's enjoyable. very sharp it's yeah. so brilliant yeah. and, and and by the way it's again, like uh it's like a whip it's like a 
a whip cracking, you know, yeah, they just go back it, and forth. And it could only right. be pulled off by actors of those calibers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. And, and we do, we do need to move on to the, to the last phase, but I, I will say one of the times that we, uh, me and my brothers tried to do, uh, this movie and do the dialogue. AJ, remember the time you tried to do Wadsworth and it was absolutely impossible? Yeah. It, it just it shows is. you how brilliant Tim Curry was yeah. in that movie. Well, and, because uh, honestly, the last 30 minutes is really the Tim is, Curry show. It's insane. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Insanity. It's so good. But, uh, you know, he, yeah. he, he's dragging people around the mansion, explore, <laughs> you know, hashing out the mystery for everybody. And it's just, uh, yeah, um, it's like a tour de force that last thirty minutes. In, in all honesty, if they had cut out the Mrs. Peacock and Mrs. Scarlet uh, finales to that movie and yeah. just made it Wadsworth, I it think that would have worked. I, I mean, yeah. it just yeah. it still would have worked. Yeah, that I is the real. That is the real ending. But yeah. that's the best ending of the three. So. I, I agree. So, so I, we, yeah. can I but, can I just say one last thing? This one thing, and then we got to move on. We have one um, more segment. Go ahead. The the greatness of Clue is I have seen multiple like TV shows like Family Guy did a complete Clue homage. Uh, Leverage did an homage to Clue. The show Psych did a complete like, r- you know, retelling of Clue. This movie has spawned so much since the 80s. It's it, I, one of the more underrated great films. Yeah, and the, and, yeah. and there's there's rumors that they're trying to redo Clue, and they're oh, like, Ryan yeah. Reynolds is Wadsworth. Like, oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, guys, I know we can... Right, Cl- I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I know, I no, 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 DP, you're right. Like, we could do Clue for a whole show, but we do mm. need to move on Yo, to our last yes, segment. Gotta, and fuck, this last one's good. Yeah, and Mar- yeah, this is going to be interesting because, uh, okay, I, I'm not going to say... I'm going to build it up. So it was Marky and uh, Marky, uh, you had AJ. That is correct. And the movie I picked for AJ, I, I was flipping back and forth for a little bit. I know AJ, him and I meet in the middle on a lot of movies, but, and he's shown me movies that uh, I would never watch that I loved. And I kind of wanted to give him something that, I love that he might not watch and I was hoping and I know it was a bit of a stretch that you know he might not like but at the same time it was one of those things that was a bit selfish from my part that okay. like, fuck it I love this movie I want you to see it you know I, I, I've done that to my friends in the past like you need to see this I don't care if you don't like it or not I love it you got to watch it the movie I picked for AJ is the 1982 version of the thing with kurt russell and i'll give you the imdb synopsis a research team in antarctica is hunted by a shape-shifting alien that assumes the appearance of its victims that synopsis alone i love that shit i love sci-fi i love horror this movie isn't necessarily as scary as it is just like a creepy thriller it's got all the elements that i love and I always thought it was badass, but AJ, let me know what you think. So I would agree. I wasn't necessarily scared by the movie. It wasn't it like, all right, so let me take you back. 1979, the movie Alien, right? Yeah. I don't know if I watched it today, if I would be as deadly scared as I was right. when I watched that movie for the very first time, I don't know, 12 years ago, 15 years ago, whatever it was. Yeah. Sure, it wasn't like but this, but the, 
<laughs> Maybe 20 years ago, I saw it for the first time. 50. Alien. <laughs> I see where you're going so, with this. What I'm saying is, the thing wasn't like that to me. It wasn't scary. And by yeah. the way, when you say the thing, you have to say John Carpenter's the thing. Oh, sorry. Okay, yep. You know, like John Carpenter's Halloween or John Carpenter's <laughs> They right. Live. Yep. Um, he always puts his name in front of the, the name of the of movie. That. Um, what I did really like about the movie, and I'll say this, is it wasn't like, I wasn't hiding under the covers. Scared. Like I, it, it didn't yeah. give me that sort of, but it was tense. The parts I liked were, there were parts where I, I was not totally getting into, but the part, there's one scene that I really love where they're, they're all suspecting each other and mm. they all cut their fingers and, and put the, the blood in the Petri dish or whatever. And he's heating up the coil or whatever that is, the, the wire, yep. and he's putting it in the blood of each one. Yeah, he, <laughs> and he's that extinguishing scene, right, the hot wire in the blood. Right, he's extinguishing the hot wire in the blood, and, and whichever one's like react, reacted, like trying to get away from it, that's yeah. obviously the, the alien, right? So, and then and then one of them is, but the, the other two were tied to the chair. With Still them. there. Yeah. <laughs> They're tied to the chair because they have been like, yeah, they yeah. This couch. And that scene, I thought, the reason I liked it so much was it was so, like, second-to-second second tense, mm-hmm. you know? It, it, there was never a point where anybody in that room was actually probably even breathing. Like, they were just so... Yeah. The, the scene was so tense. Um, and, and I liked the, you know, I liked the, um, the setting because it was very, like, bleak. Yeah, they, they, they had nowhere. Uh, they had nowhere to escape, right? Mm-hmm, it was just totally them. stuck. No help. So it had like a claustrophobic feel, without you know, being they weren't in a confined space, but they were trapped. Yeah, you know, they couldn't. And I do love the, I yeah, right. I do like the sci-fi component to it. I thought, you know, obviously you knew it was 1982 with some of the the monster uh, animations and creations and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more gross than scary, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just a lot. It was a lot of bloody entrails and and you know ripping apart the dogs and like you know yeah. <laughs> all that. So there was that factor to it too. Um, I'd say overall, I, I I liked the movie, and you know what? I liked Kurt Russell a lot in it, and Young John Kurt Carpenter Russell. really seemed to like. He seems to like him because he was in Big Trouble in Little China, which okay. was a John Carpenter flick. Which yeah. I really like, Big Trouble in Little China. It's a little um, hokey. <laughs> hokey, yeah, yeah. You've seen it, right? Oh yeah. It's a little hokey, but I like Kurt Russell in it. He's like a natural action star. He was like yeah. during that time, you know. Um, and then obviously T.W. and I have seen They Live, of course. <laughs> mm. Right. So I've never actually seen the thing. I gotta admit, but I okay. I, got, I know. There's questions about the ending. So, AJ, what 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 are your thoughts on the ending? So, I actually wasn't sure what to think. I thought the creature was destroyed <laughs> in the end, but I I'm not 100 sure because I don't know what happened to Blair. So, right. I, and I don't know if it's actually in um, Keith David's character. Like, it was right. really was he really, or even just, was he absorbed into him and he was just playing like coy, you yeah. know? I've, so I've, I've heard, I've heard theories know. that um, it was in McCready the whole time, and it's just manifested because McCready was uh, gone for quite a bit when he was out. He McCready. was right, 
so there's a theory that it's in McCready the whole time and it's uh, manifested in such a way that it's already that, assimilated more to a human Right, form. that, I, I was thinking that for a while and I was like, maybe that's just a red herring like they, because he had the torn up. I think up, so, I don't believe he that. He had the torn yeah. up like uh, clothes they found at one point. Yeah. And so that was sort of a sign that maybe he was already assimilated with or whatever, he was already taken over. Mm-hmm. But, and there were those segments of the film when he was gone where they, you know, the, the dude said, oh, I cut him loose when he, because they were on the rope line, like going from one building to the other, he cut him loose. And, uh, yeah. And then it just gets crazy from there. That's what, then he starts, then he starts going nuts with a blowtorch. Yeah. He comes back with dynamite. He comes back with dynamite (laughs) and a flamethrower. Yeah. Yeah. Flamethrower. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Flamethrower, not blowtorch. Parts of the movie that I really love about that one is, I really enjoy those old school special effects, the practical effects before the CGI stuff. You know, it's obviously fake, but there's just something about the fake buckets of blood and the silicone and rubber and horribly yeah. animatronic like ant, you know, monsters. Yeah, that nostalgic I, feeling you get. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that it. shit. Yeah. And I wish there was more of that in modern day movies. I like when Quentin Tarantino actually uses squibs instead of cgi blood stuff like that um I, I love seeing a young kurt russell he it was a it was it's supposed to be a serious movie it wasn't uh like you said it wasn't scary maybe if we had seen it when it came out in theaters you know that at the time it was probably like holy shit this is the scariest goddamn thing i've ever right. seen right well i was i was yeah. told by oh my goodness years ago someone was recommending i watch this and describing it as the scariest film mm-hmm. they'd ever seen horror film they'd ever seen so that kind of in my head i've always had that opinion yeah. someone gave me and so i went into it thinking i'm gonna get the pants scared off me here yeah. but, but it's it, not that kind of movie really yeah it's not like that traditional type of scare it's not like john carpenter did, did halloween it's not like halloween where you're like you know you know you're being stalked by a killer like that in that such a way you know yeah, there's no startles or jump scares right none yeah, of that stuff more so it wasn't like cheap scary. scares or whatever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it does right. it it does do a really good job of uh, the tense sus- suspicion and the i like that in the plot the you know, paranoia the, the paranoia and it, the characters that's really fun where you never really know who's sick and that uh, blood cutting scene that you're talking about where he's yeah. doing the blood test. That's like the pinnacle of that. But even before and after that blood test, you as a viewer, you're still guessing like who's the alien, who's not. And right. the movie, the you're movie, always guessing the entire yes. time. And the movie ends with that still. And there's yes. still a bunch of fan theories to this day. And I don't even, think I don't know what happened to Blair. Do we know what happened to Blair? I don't, think so did he die off screen i mean i don't know no and i i briefly looked something up today about the writers and i don't even i think they intentionally left it open they never they were like yep it was just you know keep you guessing like have fun trying to figure that shit out keith david mccready blair you you don't know it's i I like not a happy what was this what what was keith david child's right child's yeah the child's mccready or blair i don't know where blair was yeah so there was a sense of sort of uh, like that mystery at the end where you had no idea yeah. whether Love the thing was that. destroyed or whether it was manifested in, in someone else. 
All right, boys, let's cut to the chase about the ratings. So we need to match up Marky. Marky, your rating on the thing is what? Mine for the thing, you know, this, it might have a bit of a nostalgia for me. Uh, I'm not going to go nuts with it. I think it's a, it's a fun movie for me. I'd give it like a three and a half out of five. AJ? I'm, I'm at three right now. So above average, right? I think two and a half is the average, right? I like to think three is, I appreciated, uh, especially that scene that I'm talking about. Yeah. That scene's kind of stuck with me. It's, uh, so, on South Park, and a scene, a one big that scene too. like, like that can, yeah. make a, can make a movie, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's primarily the three and Kurt Russell. I thought he was really cool. And a young Keith David was really enjoyable to watch too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I, so right. I enjoyed the lead and I enjoyed a lot of the tension and the paranoia there. All right, boys. Great discussions tonight. I mean, these are, I mean, these are movies that are so near and dear to our heart. I mean, this, this is something we can do. I don't know, once a month or once every other pot, whatever we can, but I, yeah, I think fun. these are, yeah, it's great discussions, yeah. especially I have so many movies that I want you guys to see that you haven't and, and, and vice versa. So this is such a great thing. And this is such a great conversation tonight. You guys are such badasses. It, it, it was really, it was really awesome. Yeah. Cause uh, I, I gotta say, I love like, it, like I was worried whether you would like Scott Pilgrim or not. Like, cause I loved that movie and I was like, shit, is she going to hate it? Or is she going to love yeah. it? Like, yeah. I, so I loved waiting and hearing thing. what you thought. Yeah. And yeah. dude, I was so worried about clue because of how much it means to yeah, the three I'll, of us. I was worried about not liking the clue. I was like, shit, <laughs> oh, what but, if I like, don't Mar- like it? Marky's, Marky's in our family now. Like he, yeah. he needs he to love that me. movie. Do, do I lie? Yeah. Do I- <laughs> no, right, right, right. I wouldn't even blame you if you did, but, uh, yeah. but, uh, Honestly, great stuff tonight, guys. This this, yeah, this was it. really fucking awesome. What I'm really even more excited about is next week is going to be Marky. And yeah, Marky picked week one, but we Marky almost had to pick something out of default because we had to do episode one as half of it being, you know, introducing the movie council. And then Marky was gracious enough to just pick something really uh, quick and random, which was a great episode. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it but worked out well. Yeah. Now we get to unleash Marky and bro, you get to pick whatever the fuck you want next week. You decide and let us know. And we will, we'll go live next week. But uh, guys, this is great tonight. I had a lot of fun. Like I do every week. Yeah, with you guys, this is, this is really awesome. And I hope anybody who's listening really enjoys enjoys uh hearing this because you know uh shit sucks right now and if we can give you guys any type of of fun and any type of entertainment if you're a movie lover then i'm, I'm really movie happy recommendations can, yeah i'm really happy we can do that and uh so uh we're gonna call it for tonight yeah and hey, can uh, i can i just say if uh if you are enjoying the podcast hit us up and let us know Find us on uh, Instagram. Find us on Twitter. We're at Movie Council Pod, or send us an email at yeah. the now correct email address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie Council Pod at Gmail. So yeah, and, and if that's even if you hate us, just do it. Just call mm-hmm. us a bunch of cunts if you want. I don't yeah. care. Uh, Dan, I uh, I thank you over and over again in our uh, in our opening uh, moments, but you've done such a great job. 
with this podcast thank and, you, thank and, and you. all the editing. Yeah. You, I know how hard you work with it, and you know, and the three of us. Let's be honest, AJ and Mark, you, we're you know, we're the talent, and this boy is just <laughs> this this boy is just crushing it for us. So uh, no, yeah. honestly, this was great. I love this thing tonight. I'll because, be in my trailer. Yeah, right. <laughs> it, it, but I, I, uh, I love I love these type of topics because it brings us it brings us together, and I, I think we can do it again another time. But Marky, I'm very very excited about what you're going to go with next week. Ooh, I'm nervous. I know, I know, man. It, it's 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 nerve wracking, but um, great stuff tonight. I love this. Such a, such a good time, but. Uh, it's time to call it, right? We gotta we gotta call it. We gotta throw throw yeah. the fucking towel yeah. and uh so I will say and we'll see y'all next week. The movie council right. the movie council is adjourned. Good night. That's a good one, boys. Whoop whoop.